happy to say final hour. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You know, you have one day where you're sick, and then all of a sudden, everything completely changes 100%. A lot of NBA preseason on right now. I'm looking Let's up go! Here. This is good to see. Fred Van Vliet in a Rockets uniform here. Rockets up eight. Got the Pelicans with Zion actually playing. I'm sure he'll get hurt at some point in this game, but you know, hey. Easy. This now, is what? the horn about saying, right now. The oh, uh, Magic and the Pelicans. A possible NBA Finals matchup in my dream world. Jonathan Isaac is back for the first time <laughs> since before the pandemic. So You're right. It's been know. that long since he's played basketball. Yeah, he's playing his first game on TV since uh, literally I was living here uh, before I even went to yeah. Barstool. So. I remember when he I remember when he hurt his knee in the bubble. Baseball. player, turn professional smartass on the radio, and handicapper Rob Brown. Couldn't hit a baseball off a high school pitcher. That's why I played soccer. Double plays. Prop. Uh, that's been a long... Meanwhile, Coastal Carolina, what are they doing to you, dude? Falling apart. Yeah. I this told is... you you didn't want me on that side. This is the new Tuesday night thing, I guess, in Conference USA action. Well, this is Sunday, but it was uh, 17-3. to 3. Now it's 17-10. to 10. I still feel all right. We still got them plus six, but they were six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, now it's off the board, so... Just don't blow this, please, Coastal <laughs> Carolina. All right, Frank Schwab jumps on with us. Sports betting, NFL, Yahoo Sports. Uh, let's let's just talk about the big game that we saw Sunday night, the game that everybody had hyped, the game that everybody was excited about, the game that everybody said was a prove-it game. Oh, my God, the 49ers beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Frank, was that more about the 49ers and how great they are, or was that a testament to maybe the Cowboys just not being as good as people have been hyping them up to be? I think 49ers, I just think that that was their announcing to the rest of the league, like, we're the best team, come get us. They're so much further ahead of everybody else right now. They're a tear on themselves. Not to say that the Eagles can't catch them or the Bills or whatever by the end of the season, but right now as we speak, there's nobody in their class. There is not a weakness on that team. And, you know, I was one, I'll cop to this that all summer I kept saying, hey, Maybe the 49ers are overrated because of Brock Purdy. He's only played five regular season games. Defensive coordinators are going to have a, you know, get to watch his film, elbow injury, et cetera, et cetera. And then by the end of the first quarter of the first game, I was like, I'm wrong. I'm dead wrong. Like, Brock <laughs> Purdy has made a leap. I, and people want to argue all week about, is it is Purdy actually good or is it just Shanahan's system and the guys he throws to? My answer to that is, who cares? The NFL is a production results-based business. And the results are, are hard to argue. Well, who cares how he gets there? <laughs> who cares if he's just riding along in the bus, which I don't think he is. I think he's a pretty good player that everybody just kind of overlooked. He's obviously in a perfect situation, and the results are just impeccable at this point. I mean, he's playing really, really good football. On the Cowboys' side, I I do think it said something about them, too. I All summer I kept saying, look, this is a team that we, we know exactly what we're getting out of the Cowboys. They're going to win 11 or 12 games. They're going to finish second in the NFC East. They are not going to make a Super Bowl, probably make a deep playoff run. And I think we're, that's where we are with the Cowboys. They're a good team, but they're not a Super Bowl contender. It's weird. I I don't remember the last time I, I looked at a 12-win team and said, there's no way this team can win a Super Bowl. But that's who they are. I just don't think they have that extra gear. But in a regular season, they're good enough to get to 12-5 and five and be the top wildcard team in the NFC and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't see that 
unless you know, I mean, look, lucky things happen. You get some breaks in January, whatever. But other than that, I just don't think this Cowboys team is a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, and we've known that for a while, Frank, haven't we? The whole Mike McCarthy system. <laughs> now yeah. that he's taken yep. fully over this offense, we kind of know what he is. The other team that's you know undefeated in the NFC, the Eagles. They haven't looked exactly as dominant as they did last year. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is not playing the MVP caliber football just yet. How much? to me if you do the middle school math is 117 yards per game that you gotta post each it's not as pretty as they want it to be right now but i think they're going to be just fine and they're they're not that they they are significantly behind the 49ers and that it's not a debate who's the best team in football right now but the gap isn't so wide that they can't close that pretty quickly i mean Boy, they play on December 3rd, and, and that game is going to be incredible because it kind of sets up who's going to win the Super Bowl. I, if, there's nobody in the AFC right now that looks that great. Nobody else in the NFC I really think can compete with those two teams unless the Lions get really, really hot here or something. So whoever wins that game probably going to have NFC, home field advantage for the NFC Championship game, and I'd probably pick either of those teams to win a Super Bowl as we speak right now, I mean, before injuries and all that kind of stuff hits. Yeah, and Frank, I'm glad that you brought up the Lions because I think obviously by default at least they win the NFC North because the Bears just snapped a 14-game losing streak. Still don't feel great about them. We saw Jordan Love look terrible in primetime last night against the Raiders. And then the Vikings, I could see the the Vikings realistically being sellers because Cousins isn't going to be there next yeah. year and slow start to the season. So you look at the NFC North and – you know, what do you do there with Detroit? Do you think Detroit can go on a run and win a playoff game, or do you still kind of just have to, like, see it to believe it? Because coming into the year, we wanted to see the defense improve, and right now they're getting after the quarterback and they're stopping the run, and the secondaries look much better. So what is it with the Lions that makes you maybe, like, pump the brakes a little bit? Is, just, is it just team name? They haven't won the division since 92? I mean, honestly, that's the truth. Like, I, it's hard to be, like, the Detroit Lions are Super Bowl contender because you're like, did I just say that out loud? Yeah. Was that, was that me? It's just the Detroit Lions, really? But when you look at them, <laughs> you watch them play, it looked like it, right? Like, I, I mean, however Jared Goff got here, he's pretty good. And nobody expected. The Lions did not expect when they were just balancing the salaries with the Stafford trade that Jared Goff would still be their quarterback right now and they'd be on their way to a division title. You cannot convince me that they thought Goff was an asset. He's just like, whatever. He's going to be a bridge guy and then we'll draft a guy. But Goff has been very good. And the thing about Detroit, and there's there's a couple things in, in my mind here of, I, I keep thinking about like what we're seeing with the Baltimore Orioles. And I know it's cross sport, but is it just a team that was never been there before and kind of had this season that just make this huge, huge leap, and then you get to the playoffs and you're just not ready for it? Maybe the Lions have that happen. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's It'll be interesting. But I think the big thing for them is – they like you talked about. They play such a weak division. They could get on a real run here and win thirteen, fourteen games. Like I, I mean, it's not out of the question at least. And then do you get how many home games do you get? Can you get the number one seed if if the Forty Nine ers stumble a couple times because you're just playing? Look, their their division stinks. Like it's it's weird to say about a team like you said. It hasn't won a division title in three decades. Back when it was the NFC Central, but. Division's done. Like it's it's a wrap already in week five. Like I don't think I don't know what their odds are right now, but you might as well just take them off the board. They're going to win to the division by five or six games, maybe, and that might put them in line to get a, a really nice draw in the playoffs. So 
Yeah, other than them being the Lions, I can't tell you why I think that they won't make a decent run. They're they're a good football team, and I think they've proven that. Completely agree. Hey, really quick, Frank, so I was listening to the uh, new pod, the Sunday Night Blitz, and I heard you talking about Sean Payton and the Broncos, and now we've got a five-game sample size, and it doesn't look any better. If anything, they look like they've regressed because the defense has been terrible. What's next for Denver? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you just move on from Russell Wilson? How much time does Sean Payton have? Obviously, he just signed that huge deal, but it just doesn't look very good, obviously. I thought you have to beat the Jets after what you said about Nathaniel Hackett. And then they lose the Hackett and the Jets. Like, just terrible, man. So, like, what's next for Denver? Yeah, and yeah, and they might go get fifty hung on them on Thursday night at Arrowhead, right? Like, I, I mean, it, it's not going to get any better. And the problem is you can't you can't get rid of these guys. I mean, moving on from Russell Wilson causes what an eighty six million dollar cap hit. I, I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's something really oppressive. Like you can't do it. And Russ hasn't even been the problem this year. I hate, I hate, hate when I I see on Twitter or whatever of like Russell Wilson's played so terribly. They're one and four. Like. Please watch the games, please. I mean, Russell Wilson's been okay. I'm not saying he's prime Russell Wilson, but he ain't the problem. It's that defense that's a problem. So I don't think moving on from Russ is the answer. I don't think moving on from Sean Payton, like, I, he just traded picks and gave him a deal, like you yeah. said. Like, you're not doing that. What do you do? I think, I think that of all the teams, I always say, rebuilding in the NFL, everybody who says, oh, they sent him back a decade. No, no, you can rebuild in the NFL in two, three years if you do it right, if you hit on the right picks and all that kind of stuff. With the Broncos, I don't think that because they have all these albatrosses on uh, between Peyton and Wilson and all the picks they gave up for them. This is a minimum four or five-year turnaround for them, it, even if they are perfect in the draft and free agency. So it's bad. Uh, the Broncos are down bad right now. I'm based out here in Colorado, and people are just absolutely fed up. And it's crazy to think. I mean, we were looking at that Broncos defense not that long ago. It's not only their strength, but maybe one of the best in the NFL. And now yeah. here we are yeah. looking at, like, they're just, I mean, it's it's one of the worst in the NFL after all that. You know, it's historically funny. Bad. Historically bad right now. And, historically. They were good last year. Kept them in some games. We look at the AFC, Frank, versus the NFC. I mean, you're talking about the Lions, and we're looking at, you thought maybe there would at least be a rebound from the Broncos this year. And, like, all these teams at the top of the AFC versus the NFC, right? The AFC was supposed to be loaded. Oh, all these young, talented quarterbacks, all these great teams, the NFC, uh, I don't know. Uh, is the NFC right now, in your eyes, the better conference, given the type of teams that we have at the top versus where the AFC is? I think that's fair. I think the top teams are better, for sure. I think, I was asked today, what's the biggest disappointment of the season? And my answer, without really thinking about it too much, but I'll stick by it, is the entire AFC. Well, you said we came into this thing, oh, there's 10, 11 playoff quality teams, and there's been some good teams, but I, who do you who do you look at that in the AFC and just say they're great? They are absolutely a, a Super Bowl worthy team. The Chiefs haven't even been that great. Like they're they're good, obviously, and and the Dolphins have been really really exciting. But the Dolphins won big tests. They failed miserably in Buffalo. Buffalo looks great at times, but they've lost two games already. The Jaguars, no. The anybody in the AFC North, no. They've all blown games. The Bengals have been bad. So I think the entire AFC being just kind of okay. I think that's the biggest disappointment right now in the NFL. One of the biggest surprises, actually. Like, which of these teams is going to emerge? I assume the Chiefs will. I think the Bills will. But right now, as we sit here after five weeks, there's no question. If you're doing the whole, like, if you can go online and then find on BetMGM, AFC versus NFC in the Super Bowl, whatever that spread is, go take the NFC right now because I would take any top team in the NFC over any top team in the AFC. Uh, Again, we got months to go, but right now, as it sits, all of the really, really elite teams are in the NFC in my mind. You know another team, Frank, that I want to get your thoughts on that we thought 
probably wasn't going to be great. They probably just pretty mediocre. Definitely wasn't going to win the division, but we certainly didn't expect this was just how bad the Patriots look. Defensively, they're middle of the road, but Bill Belichick having two of the worst losses of his career in back-to-back weeks. Now they're talking about firing him as GM. There's just all kinds of malfunctions going on. Like what has gone wrong and why has it gone wrong so fast? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And remember, week one, they basically outplayed the Eagles. They didn't win because it was two turnovers early, but they outplayed them. I mean, if they don't turn it over, they probably win that game. And now, four weeks later, it's like, oh, my goodness, this is this is a candidate for the worst team in football. I think it all just comes down to Belichick the coach is fine. I really, truly believe that. Belichick the GM is killing Belichick the coach because the talent on that roster is awful. It is legitimately bad, and I've done this exercise a bunch of times the past few weeks. Best player on the Patriots roster is probably almost unquestionably Matthew Judon. Judon's a good player, but he's not Nick Bosa exactly. He's not Miles Garrett. You know, like he's he's good, but he's not great. And whoever your answer is, who the second best player on the New England Patriots is. You're going to be shocked and say, that guy is the second-best player on an actual NFL team? I, I don't even know who you'd answer. But whoever it is, it just kind of goes to show they have no blue-chip talent. None. Like, we talk about the 49ers have 12 blue-chip guys, 15. Patriots have zero. Maybe Judon's one. But it's not good enough in the NFL. They've missed on so many guys, free agency signings, draft picks. I mean, they, signing Juju Smith-Schuster and stuff like that, drafting Thornton in the second round last year. Every move they've made is Remember Nikhil Harry, and, too. That was a wild yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, Instead of AJ they Brown. Drafted a, have they ever drafted a good receiver under Belichick? I, they no, traded no. for a couple good ones, but it's just talent. That's that's very, you know, I'm down to the brass tacks. What's wrong with the New England Patriots? They have no talent. Belichick did a pretty good job the past few years of kind of dragging that team and keeping them in playoff contention. He made the playoffs two years ago with rookie Mac Jones, but they just don't have the talent to match up with anybody. They're, it's really, really bad there, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. Yeah, it's gotten to that point where you start to look at the Patriots and go, like, the NFL just feels like it's passed by uh, Bill Belichick at this point. So I, they I probably mean, pass I, over Caleb Williams as the number one. Frank, yeah. I've bet them the last two weeks. So just don't do that to yourself, man. <laughs> it's Ugh. I know. If, <laughs> Bill, if Bill Belichick actually had a young GM, though, can you imagine him having that guy in there, Frank? And then he's like telling Bill Belichick what to do. I mean, that would just be absolutely <laughs> the worst the dynamic ever. It's the, that's the problem that Robert Kraft has is that I, he's a smart guy and he probably knows like I need a different GM. I know. But it, Bill ain't taking a GM. Bill is not, that's not happening at 72 years old. So what do you do? Do you fire Bill Belichick? Yes. Never. No, it's no. never going to happen, yes. guys. Oh, Frank Schwab, oh, Yahoo Sports. You're the best, Frank. Always love having you on, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun, guys. Thanks, oh, Frank. Can you imagine? All right. These injuries can also lead to a little bit of line movement. Market movers next. Bet MGM tonight.